This is Dr. Hubert, and you're listening to The Dr. Hubert Show. Hello, friends. Welcome to The Dr. Hubert Show. I am super excited about today's show. Today, we're going to shift gears just a bit. We've had a lot of you reach out and ask specific questions on health. And uh, most of you know, health is my passion. I love helping get people get healthy. It's actually my favorite subject to talk about. And the reason health is my favorite subject to talk about is because health is absolutely your most valuable asset. Now, I know some of you are thinking, uh, no, I have other things that are more valuable. But when you really think about those other things, whether it be houses or cars or relationships with a spouse or children or grandchildren or uh, vacation homes or fine jewelry or any of those things, none of that stuff matters when you lose your health. Without your health, none of it makes any difference whatsoever. And it, it's kind of interesting our perspective on health because we will literally, we will work so hard um, to acquire so many assets and do so much with these assets. But when it comes to our health, a lot of times it gets put on the back burner. We forget about our own health. We forget about the importance of it. And we, we kind of have this mindset as long as we can keep going that that's what health really is. But uh, health is so much more than that. And it's clearly our most valuable asset. And we should definitely spend more time being proactive with it than, than reactive. You know, when we have cars that we really appreciate, we wash those cars and we make sure there's uh, excellent garage space where they're not going to get dinged or dented or scratched. And we make sure and check the tire pressures and check the oil and all these things with this stuff because we value it. But when it comes to our health, we tend to just act like we're too busy, like we're in too big of a hurry to really pay attention to what's happening. But none of the other things in life matter without your health. And I've seen it. I see it every single day. There's somebody that comes into my office that believes uh, believes that that health has gotten away from them. I mean, you can see it. They truly believe that uh, they had life right where they wanted it. And then uh, all of a sudden they, their health starts slipping and all the things they used to enjoy doing now become a huge burden and a huge inconvenience. You know, the hunters stop hunting, the golfers stop golfing, the shoppers quit shopping, the quilters quit quilting. I mean, it's, it, it literally gets to that level where every single thing is painful, it's inconvenient, you can't do it at the level that you want to do it, so it's discouraging. Um, even life gets to simple things. Uh, you see people start having trouble with just doing simple things like walking across the parking lot. Um, you know, if they can find their keys, they can't find their car. If they can find their car, they can't find their keys. Uh, falling down on a regular basis. All of these things are so preventable. The problem is, is that it doesn't really become on our radar. Um, it doesn't really get to our radar until it's already too late. So today's show, we're just going to really start to think about and put in perspective what health really is. Um, and most people just, like I say, just don't realize how important health really is until it's gone. And, and most things in life, you can you can spend a little time and a little money and get them repaired, right? So you can get them fixed with time and money. If something breaks at your house or something breaks on your car or, or a relationship is, is broken, usually little time, little money, things start to get, get a little better. But when it comes to health, um, we live in a, we live in a, a health model, which I, I call it a sick care system, um, because that's really what it is. I mean, we really wait until our bodies fail. We go to the doctor and we hold our breath, hoping that the doctor's not going to tell us that we have some, some horrific disease that there's no help or no cure, 
or the help and the cure darn near kills you in an effort to get you better. So um, I think we've all had that that thought that we hope that's not going to happen to us or some of you listening have had it happen to you where uh, you've been on this ride of life instead of taking command of your life. Um, but the ride ultimately, it comes to an abrupt stop when you lose your health. So we have to have it. Um, and, and really, we can't buy it back. You can't, you can't just throw time and money at your health and get it back. We've seen people try. Um, the best example I've ever seen is, is Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, when he died, he had the most valuable company in the world. Okay, So he started Apple. I mean, there's no, no, that was the most valuable company. He was surrounded by very intelligent, very smart people. And when he got sick, he died just like everybody else. I mean, his death didn't wasn't any different from somebody that had spent most of their life uh, on, a, on a street corner begging for handouts, right? I mean, it, it was quick, it was sudden, uh, he looked terrible, and ultimately it really shouldn't, shouldn't have been that way. But the reason it ended up that way is because he didn't know what health was soon enough. I mean, health is your, health is your body, body's ability to function and heal, and we've gotta, be able to, we've gotta be able to do that. I mean, the way you view and manage your health is absolutely everything. People spend lots of time uh, working on their finances, working on their relationships, doing things for other people, for kids, grandkids. Trust me, the best thing you can do for every relationship and every responsibility you have in your life is not get sick. That is the very best thing you can do for yourself. And the reason is, is because when you get sick, eventually if you get sick enough, you're, you're going to become a burden to someone. Someone's going to have to take care of you. Someone's going to have to make really hard decisions as to what to do with you. They're going to have to stop their life <clears throat> to take care of you. And I can't think of a worse situation than to be in a situation where you know you're about to have to be dependent upon somebody else. And they're going to have to, they're going to, have to stop what they're doing to take care of you. They're going to have to change their plans. They're going to have to cancel their plans. They're not going to be able to go on, a, on trips and do other things to help other people because your health has gotten to a level that has, that has failed, right? So put all this in perspective now. If you're, and when I think about health, I think about health as nothing more than a series of habits. I mean, when you look at people and their habits, that's ultimately what defines who they are and what they become. So if we have habits that are good habits, you know, good habits for success, it's only a matter of time before you get extremely successful, right? But if you have really bad habits and you waste a lot of time and you don't really pay attention to what you're doing and you're careless in your activity and you never do anything to the fullest, that sets you up for a life of mediocrity and failure. Health is the exact same way. Uh, you know, health is not something you lose overnight. Our body is very, very resilient. It's actually very, very, uh, very, very forgiving as well. Um, your body will forgive you for, for past mistakes. You know, if you spent your teens and early 20s just living as hardcore and crazy as possible, it doesn't mean that you can just sit back and say, well, I think the damage is already done, so I'm just going to live it out from here. Uh, if you give your body a chance to heal, it will heal. Uh, I hadn't seen a disease yet that wouldn't go away if the environment was correct. But it's all about what you put into it. It's about the thoughts that you think, the way that you eat, the way that you drink, the way you manage stress, uh, the environment that you're in, environmental toxins. You want to minimize those things. But but ultimately, you're in far more control than what you think you are. Um, even, even these people that, that believe that they're genetically predisposed for, 
for a problem. I'm gonna encourage you that if you think that heart disease runs in your family or cancer runs in your family or diabetes runs in your family, I'm gonna encourage you to look at the Human Genome Project. It's a project by a guy named Dr. Bruce Lipton. And uh, he proved that really only about 2% of the human body is genetically related when it comes to health. So that means you are far more in control. The problem is we go to the doctor and they tell us that uh, they tell us that the things that are happening to us are hereditary and we quit looking for answers after that. So it makes it really, really easy for doctors. But there's a study out there where they took about 90 sets of identical twins and they took all these twins and they split them up shortly after birth and they put them in different regions of the world. And this is a very interesting study. So these twins went in different directions and they watched these twins grow up and their their health history did not mimic one another and it did not mimic their parents but it did mimic the environment that they were placed in because that's all they knew was their environment. So that means that ultimately you can control your environment. The problem is things appear to be genetically related or hereditarily related because because we learn our lifestyle from our parents, right? We learn from our parents, we learn from our grandparents, we learn from our great-grandparents, okay? So it just kind of evolves into a situation where you see a family where everybody struggles with weight. Everybody struggles with stress and anxiety. Everybody struggles with smoking cigarettes or drinking excessively, okay? So all of these things will make it appear when you have the same diseases and everybody dies the same way that it runs in the family. But the family actually created that, right? So the lifestyle created that. The decisions and the habits that that family chose to make is what creates something that looks like it's a genetic predisposition. And that's not, that's not what happens, okay? So you're in far more control. You're 98% in control of your destiny. So that means that starting right now, right here, today, you want to take an examination of your own life and own body. You don't have to go get expensive physicals and run on treadmills and check your heart and check your blood. All those things are great. They have a place. But what can you do right here, right now? What you can do right here, right now is take a look at your life from 50,000 feet and you can see where you're past. You can see where you have been, but you can also kind of see where you're headed and where you're going, right? So you're looking at the road traveled called your life. And obviously, if you made some bad decisions in the past, the only thing you can do about that is make better decisions moving forward. You can't worry about it. You can't throw in a towel and you can't be defeated because of poor choices a long time ago, right? But what you can do is you can say, you know what? I, I was blessed to survive that. You know, because of that, I'm a better person. And I value my life more because of it. So moving forward, I'm just going to make sure I don't do those do those things anymore. So moving forward, you look at it and you can kind of see what your future looks like. You know, if you're if you're drinking excessively and smoking cigarettes and constantly stressed and worried and staying up too late and constantly anger, angry and bitter, and you just have a lot of hatred and discord in your heart. Uh, this is the stuff that kills you. Uh, I mean, they, they talk about metabolic syndrome, but ultimately all of these things are is what we create. So when you look at your life, is it a life full of, of happiness and well-being with great relationships and things, things positive things just come into your life and, and positive opportunities and situations and ideas? Every day you wake up, there's an opportunity. Um, that's really what life is about. That's what it should be. Um, you know, everybody has patches and periods where things just don't go well. But when you look at the big picture of your life, there is so much opportunity. Like today, you have an opportunity to fix the things that are broken in your life. 
Um, you know, you know what you do and what you don't do, and the things you should do and that you don't do, and, and you know where you're at, right? So if you if you don't exercise, you know you should be. If you're a smoker, you know you need to stop. You don't need a doctor to tell you you need to stop, right? Is it hard? Is it difficult? It absolutely is. I'm not going to say that that living a healthy life not only is it difficult. Um, you're going to have to make some sacrifices to do it. I mean, you have to say no to some things. You have to say no to some people because ultimately whenever you try to make a change in your life, there's always going to be the old group of friends or the old group of guys or gals that invite you to go do all the things that you've always done. But the problem is, is those things that you've always done are exactly what's killing you, right? So, so we got to stop that at some point. You got to start to look at other people. What are other people doing that are far better than you? What are they doing that, that are far more successful than you? And, and start to look and see what their schedule looks like and see how much time they put into their health and how their well-being and their finances and their family. Um, and just start start a little bit and do one thing better each and every day. You know, you don't have to make a just a drastic overnight right here, right now decision, but um, Start with the toughest ones first, okay? Start with the toughest thing, the thing that has been bothering you the most. For some people, it's a lack of exercise. For other people, it's smoking. For other people, it's drugging. For other people, uh, it's it's eating excessively, okay? So you know what it is. You know where it is. Um, and no matter where you're at with it, there's always an opportunity to do a little bit better, right? So um, I've made these decisions over the years, and I'm still making them. I still do things all the time that are going to make me better. Is it uncomfortable? Absolutely. Is it painful? Sometimes. But in the long run, nothing to me is more painful than, than looking back on my life later thinking, I wish I had a, or I should have, or I, I, I wish things would have been different, right? I don't want to look back on my life as I'm, as I'm, I'm crippled or, you know, suffering from the, the effects of a stroke or a heart attack and, and just, just barely survived and wondering, golly, I hold, I totally messed this whole thing up. I was paying attention to the wrong things and, you know, end up having all these assets and no way to enjoy them. I mean, that is a daunting thought. That's the most painful idea and thought that can pop into my head is to have all this regret at the latter part of your life when you should be living the best years of your life. Because we all work hard, right? We all try hard. We all work hard. We all do everything we can to try to make the best life for us. But ultimately, without our health, it all means nothing, right? So so think about it. For, for many of you, maybe just figuring out a way to get quality rest, that's as important as anything there is. If you're one of these people that just believes you live off two to three hours of sleep a night, um, you do it, you're pulling it off, but at some point there's going to be a price to pay for it, right? So uh, living and pulling, pulling life off is two different things, right? You want to live to the fullest, uh, live the highest quality of life you possibly can, but value your health. Put you first. I mean, that, that, that's one of the things that most people do is they put everybody around them first. They're very quick to tell other people what they need to be doing as they as they light up and pop the top on the next drink, right? So uh, at some point, we have to look in the mirror and realize, um, you know, our destiny, we're in control of it. If it all goes wrong, 
nine times out of 10, we can only really blame the person in the mirror, right? So it's not anybody else's fault. Now there are, there are environmental toxins and there are outside stressors and there are uh, traumatic accidents that happen. But even after traumatic accidents, I will say most people, if you truly make up your mind to be better, you can get your life to a desirable level. It may take some weeks, years, months to get there, but total dedication towards anything typically yields a, a very good result. And that's what we want. I mean, that's what health is. Remember, health is about your habits. Look at your habits. It's not the things that you do once or twice that are gonna kill you. It's the things that you do every single day. The occasional chicken fried steak, not a problem. The occasional fried catfish, not a problem. Uh, the occasional adult beverage is not a problem. When this becomes excessive, it becomes a big problem. When it starts to define you and that's who you are and that's that's what you become, uh, that's when it becomes a big issue. So put these things in mind. Look at yourself from 50,000 feet. We'll be back same time, same place next week, and we'll talk a little bit more about health.